Blog Talk Radio. That is strange. Our song didn't go on. That we're talking about angels, so weird things, I guess, are happening. Okay, um, here we go. Welcome to Joyce Barry and Friends, the number one worldwide radio show. Show's outrageous and it's contagious. It will lift your spirits high, you'll feel that you can fly. Transform your attitude, fill it with gratitude. Cut loose and improvise. It's coaching time today. Joyce is a great coach with an extraordinary approach. Fast on the upbeat, top of the heap. A wild motivator, great stimulator. Unstoppable in a humoristic way. Life lessons with passion, joyfully today. You want Joyce as your coach if you want this to be your best year ever. Coach Joyce here. I want this to be my best year ever. I want this to be your best year ever. I want this to be the best year ever for Beverly Nadler, her fabulous daughter, Dr. Denise Nadler, a.k.a. Ariana. And we want this to be the best year ever for all our friends, our family, and loyal listeners worldwide. Joyce, Barry, and Friends, the number one radio show. You might be wondering why this is so. Memorable quotes, life lessons, and so much more. The Coach's Corner will make you soar. All outstanding guests that we love to feature, you will find this show to be the best teacher. Great authors like Ted Siuba and Bernie Siegel. Awesome leaders that soar like an ego. Beverly Nadler with Here's to Your Health. Home business opportunities to increase your wealth. Kurt's impersonation and improvisation add to the show's transformation. Broadcasting live across America and around the globe with timely topics and issues to probe. The chat room is always fun. We see your comments and appreciate each one. Want to change your life? Change your approach. And hire me, Coach Joyce, to be your life coach. And that would be an honor and a privilege to work with all of you. Uh, We have listeners across the globe. We have thousands of followers. So we do hope that you enjoy the show. Sit back, relax, and reflect on how many angels are amongst you that once you focus in on that, you will realize they are right there. You need only open up your heart and soul to see them. So today's show is angels among us whether or not you believe in angels we believe that today's show will inspire and fascinate you health guru beverly nadler shares amazing true stories about people and their angel encounters she also presents insights from a new york psychiatrist who says it is precisely my experience as a man of science that has brought me to believe in angels that would be Dr. Flack. So 
we want you to listen carefully because by the end of the show, you may be as certain as he is that there are indeed angels in our midst. I know, Beverly Nadler, you're an angel that's always in my midst, whether on the show, in my life, in your stories, in your poems. You are indeed one of my angels. <laughs> Thank you for that, Joyce. That was a beautiful opening, and I'm ex- very excited about this show because um, <laughs> I would not have gone back to some of these fascinating books that I have about angels if not for our decision that we wanted to put a, have a show, especially at this time of the year. Hanukkah coming up um, in this weekend, and uh, soon after that, of course, it's Christmas. So what we've got is a time when we think about angels and and the way, the shape of the world and how things can be improved and how angels impart so many things in our lives. I love this definition, by the way, of an angel. An immortal being attendant upon God, a very kind and lovable person, a helping or guiding spirit. Those are different types of angels, and when you referred to me as an angel, I would be a lovable person or a helpful person, and so, my dear friend, are you. You help so many people by putting on this show every day that they can turn to for inspiration, motivation, knowledge, understanding, wisdom. It's just an incredible show, and in my opinion, the most important show of all of all the shows that people can tune into. And, folks, we really hope that not only do you tune in, but you share the shows, you appreciate the shows, and value the shows as much as we value your participation and you being a loyalist. Okay, take it away, Beverly. I can't wait to hear this show myself. <laughs> well, I've got some wonderful, amazing stories. But first, I, I need to share with you that I did not believe in angels. I thought they were just mythical creatures from the Bible. Um, but I read this book someone gave me, actually, in 1994, and she inscribed it so beautifully. You are everyone's guardian angel now and forever. It's a friend who has since passed away. Her name was Marilyn. And I had read this book then, apparently, because I see underlinings in it. And I knew I had it on my shelf, and I took it out, and I started reading it. And I had a whole different sense about angels and and their reality. And the Hebrew Bible included 24 books, and it's divided into three sections, Torah, Prophets, and Writings. And angels appear in all of these books. And I just want to share one paragraph from this book that I have with you, because it's what we'll be talking about. The teaching of the prophets is the lifeblood of Judaism, incorporating its noblest ideals and aspirations. Within this section, the prophets constantly assert the oneness of God and relegate angels to the role of divine agents or messengers. For whom are they messengers? Well, for us humans. And that's what this show is about. People who have had 
angelic encounters with angels. And there is no question when I read these and when you hear them that we will know this came from a divine source. It wasn't something that just coincidentally happened. So, yes, I'm going to go on with some wonderful stories, but I first just want to ask before I go on with these wonderful true stories, I just want to ask Joyce if there's anything she wants to say before I begin. Yes, I actually do. First of all, you referenced coincidences. So it is said that coincidences are God's way of staying anonymous. So let me start with that. And before you share your delightful stories about the angels amongst us, let me share mine so I can personally validate about angels among us where this did happen to me, and I was quite clear it was an angel that was in human film amongst us. Uh, when I lived in New York, I was walking my little nine-pound Maltese puppy, adorable puppy, in the morning before work. And he, uh, we're walking along, and he did what male dogs do. He lifted his little leg, and he did his thing. Now, mind you, it was just lifting the leg. It wasn't anything else going on, which if there was, I would have cleaned up. But I want to make the point that he just lifted his leg at a tree. And then there is, um, I look up, and there's like a homeless man in the gutter in the middle of the street screaming at me, get you a dog out of here, and he's screaming and yelling it was clear that he was insane because as I said it's this little dog that did nothing more than lift his leg by a tree and he's screaming and yelling and in a flash uh, there's a woman standing next to me I don't I didn't see her come over to me I didn't see her as I was walking down the street ahead of me behind me nowhere she was right there next to me and she says let me walk with you to the corner that man is clearly crazy so you shouldn't be alone let me walk with you till we get out of his reach and out of his sight and it was about a half a block maybe a little less we get to the corner and within a second I wanted to thank her and let her know how I appreciate it it wasn't even a second she disappeared I'm looking in front of me down the block behind me everywhere she she was nowhere to be found. So that is one of the things that you will find in any story I've ever read, that they do their thing, say their thing, and then they just totally disappear in a flash, in a flash, literally. I've heard many stories myself from people, and they say, this person just suddenly appeared at my bed in the hotel room, made me feel better. And a moment later, when I wanted to say thank you, nobody was there. When I asked the nurses, they said nobody was in your room. So to me, that is the number one thing I would say, so you know you're among with an angel, that they just disappear after they do their good deed. Oh, that's some story, Joyce, something that I guess stays so memorably in, in one's mind, in your mind, that when things are not exactly like we want them in life, it's wonderful to be able to go back and say, but I know there are angels in my life, and remember that incredible encounter that you had. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yes, my pleasure. And let it encourage those of you who may be non-believers at the start of the show to have an open mind to perhaps shift that by the end of the show. Right, and as you said, they disappear. 
that's one way. And then another way is when people hear a voice out of nowhere, people that never hear voices that tell them to do something different, and they follow that voice they were impelled to and find out that they have avoided an accident or avoided something that would have been quite dreadful. Or in some cases, people actually feel a hand they, or they feel something pushing them in a certain direction. And um, they, they don't see a person, but they, that feeling was so strong. And then they find out something that they avoided um, one of them is, is right here, by the way, um, a guiding hand, this person calls it. Um, en route to work, I turned right to leave my yard when a firm hand restrained my right shoulder, shoving me left. No one else was present. I followed a longer route to a traffic light intersection and where the traffic was not moving and headed for my work site. At the end of the workday, I returned home and learned of the accident that morning only minutes after 8 o'clock when two vehicles crashed, pinning the crossing guard between them and killing him. I would have been in that accident. My guardian angel had preserved my life. Absolutely. Those things are around us every day. It's curious if you take notice and realize it wasn't coincidence, it wasn't an accident, it was an angel looking over you. And you know, during the uh, 9-11 when we had that horrible terrorist attack in New York, there were people who missed it, uh, who didn't get to work, who were restrained, or something happened that um, prevented them from being in that place where they would have surely been killed. Um, and I, when I look back at that, I say, yes, for whatever reason, those people had angels guarding them. So, yeah, there, there are some marvelous stories. And, I, you know, you say if you believe in them, it works. But sometimes these people had no thought whatsoever. It's just, you know, we don't know. But, you know, in our own prayers, I say we could say, um, angels, protect me. And we can ask for that. And here, here's a beautiful, a very touching story uh, of a woman who had just recently been divorced. She and her son moved to an area that was, shall we say, a seedy area. She said they were drug dealers, you know, out front uh, late at night. And she was praying to God, and she said, will we be able to be safe here? And then one morning... She heard the bell ringing at eight, 7 o'clock in the morning, jumped out of her skin. Who could be calling so early to open the door? And there's a hulking teenager, you know, the kind that looks like he could be a drug dealer, but who's wearing a leather Chicago Bulls jacket. I mention that because it has a reference to the story. And he says to the lady, you have a bad gas leak. You have to get out of here. And she went outside and smelled this horrible stench of gas. And she said, get out now, and your place is going to blow up and call 911. So she went in, woke up her son, and they both were outside, rushed outside. The man in the bull's jacket was waiting, and then she called 911. They came, and um, she assured the young man that she was fine. Thank you. But he stayed to watch the streets fill with the fire trucks and police cars. 
and then she went over to answer some questions while the rescuers shut the gas leak and checked the area. And then um, he said to her, you know, it's lucky you woke up when you did, ma'am. The young man who warned me was leaning on our car, talking to his, her, her son. And she thought to herself, wow, in spite of this neighborhood, you know, there are some good people here. So the young man was talking to his son and say, okay, I can leave now. Take care of your mom. He shook her hand. He walked down the street, and he said, I, I, I wish you the best, and I'm so glad I was here. And the firefighter said it was safe to go back inside. So then the woman says to the firefighter, that young man saved our lives. The fireman stared at her blankly. You know, the one who was with my son. You saw him. The crew looked at one another uncomfortably. I tried again. He was over six feet tall, kid in his late teens, wearing a bull's jacket. And one of the policemen there said, I'm a Bulls fan. I'd have noticed the kid in a Bulls jacket. We didn't see any teenagers around here. And another officer insisted, just you too. And you're darn lucky you got out when you did. But the, she, she was in a state of shock, and her son said, don't worry. I saw him, Mom. You're not crazy. God was taking care of us. Yeah, that would be another factor that very often, and in many of the stories I've heard, you see that angel, and nobody else does. Even if they're in the room, they don't see that angel. So many stories have that element as well. Yes, but what a what a wonderful thing. I mean, just to have that wonderful experience of, of knowing that you're being protected when she was so, so distressed that she lived there changed her whole concept i have a lovely story here about a a woman who's unfortunately her her daughter had been killed in active duty in iraq and every memorial day she would wear a photo button of her daughter and she what haunted her the most she said my heart is aching because what haunted me the most is she died so far from home and i didn't know had she been scared was she in pain so she said, the last time, the last Memorial Day, I put on the button, and I went to her grave, and I watched the small American flags decorating the cemetery blow in the breeze, and I prayed that her last moments had been peaceful. And suddenly a woman appeared next to me, and she was looking at my button, and she said, I knew her. I was a combat nurse. I held her hand in her final moments. Well, my she's, woman says, my knees grew weak, she, and, and the woman said she was so brave, she was not in pain, and the last thing she said was how much she loved her family. I hugged the nurse. A deep peace washed over me the first time since my daughter had passed away. I turned to the grave once more, smiling this time, and then I turned back to thank the niece, the nurse, and she was gone. Apparently... God had sent an angel to answer my prayer and heal my aching heart. Wow. Another fabulous, inspiring story. I can never hear too many of them. They're awesome. Please You're continue. You're so right about that. They are. They are absolutely awesome, wonderful stories. Here's one from a very frightened woman who was on a plane, 
and she had a very scary experience seven years before when unexpected turbulence literally threw drinks and snacks and stewardesses and passengers literally going flying, and she vowed she would never, ever fly again. And then here she was, seven years later, on a plane, scared witless, her fingers actually going into the seat, the armrest, because she was so scared. And then a man came over and said, excuse me, that's my seat. He sat down next to her. Shortly after, he gently removed her nails from the armrest, and he started talking to her. And she said his voice seemed to be coming from a distance. But soon he was giving me a rundown of the plane and telling me everything that was going on and why everything was safe. And he ordered a glass of wine for both of us. And we were talking a mile a minute about every subject under the sun. And it seemed like no time at all when we landed. Well, I thank the helpful passenger for his kindness. And as we parted in the terminal, we shared an embrace that only friends of long standing would find comfortable. And then in a moment he was gone. And then it occurred to me I didn't even know his name. So I returned to the plane, and I asked the stewardess the name of the gentleman that was seated next to me. She looked at her manifest, and she looked at me with a puzzled expression, and she said, Ma'am, there was no one seated next to you. It shows that you, that seat flew empty. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome, yes. I mean, that, wow. <laughs> I love stories like that. I, I really I do. I do, too. I know there are, you know, there's um, these wonderful movies and that have always about angels and TV shows, and they always touched me. But I can honestly say that I didn't really believe in them. It was just like, just make me feel good, but not thinking that, these are really true, and still, until I started to read the particular book that I started reading, I don't know, it came from, I don't know where it even came from, I found it in my house, book on angels, it's quite old, and uh, picked it up, especially, Joyce, because I knew we were going to be doing this show, and it, it inspired me, I just hope it, it inspires our listeners as much as it inspired me. What was the name of that book? Maybe others um, might want to access it. It's called Angels Everywhere. Sounds good to me. Yep, yep. Uh, it, it's lovely. Okay, let, let's continue with some more wonderful angel stories. Um, here first is a quote, but I don't know who this is. Apagrius of Pontus. If you pray truly, you will feel within yourself a great assistance, and the angels will be your companions. I thought that was a lovely quote. Well, here's a heart, heart-rending story of a woman who went to the beach with her two daughters, and they were playing in the sand, and they were building sand castles, and all of a sudden a huge wave came up, caught them by surprise, knocked them down, and before they could get up, another wave, larger than the first, crashed over us. And uh, frantically, I fought to my 
I fought my way to my knees and grabbed. She had a three-year-old and a five-year-old. She grabbed the three-year-olds, but the five-year-old couldn't get up, and she was scooped up in the water and pulled away from her. And she was, mother was trying to grab onto her, and she was failing. With each surge of the tide, my daughter was being pulled further and further out. Well, you could imagine what was going on for that mom. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, came a boy. And she said he he looked like he was around 10 years old. He found her. He grabbed her up with such calmness and confidence that I just, uh, uh, my fear totally left you, left me. I couldn't believe, though, I thought about it, how short a time it could take to lose a loved one. God, if that boy hadn't come. And then she said, wait, where is he? And he was gone. He didn't wait around to be thanked. He didn't wait around. I looked for him. I asked others if they'd seen him, but nobody knew what I was talking about. He disappeared just like that. I didn't think of anything until I came home, and then I realized as I was praying and thanking God that this was not a normal circumstance. That was an angel. Absolutely. And speaking of angels, as I said earlier, I hope Guru Beverly Nadler is indeed an angel. And her belief is that you should be listening to the show every day, not just when she's on, not just when angels are present, but every day. We have Psychic Peter Marks tomorrow, so he'll answer your questions. He's also a medium. But here's why it is so good for you and your health, according to our health guru. Listen to me. I have something to say about a wonderful way to start your day. A way to stimulate your mind and increase your energy, make you feel so good. And guess what? It's free. Weekdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, hear the Joyce, Barry, and Friends show. You'll find it on the Internet on Blog Talk Radio. This show is upbeat and fun and very inspirational. It's informative, educational, and very motivational. There's the Coach's Corner, great quotes and news. There are suggestions, perspectives, and advice you can use to enhance your life and improve your health, plus clever, simple ways to increase your wealth. Joyce's perceptions and personality will keep you captivated, and her guests from many walks of life will always keep you fascinated. When Joyce and her friends speak, it's like you're in the conversation. This is part of what makes her show so unique, really a sensation. For Joyce's friends are not only the guests you're listening to, they're everyone who is tuning in. Yes, I do mean you. So refer your friends and family. They'll be so pleased to know. And let's make Joyce, Barry, and Friends the number one Internet radio show. And, folks, we do ask that you partner up with us in having that happen. Simply go to JoyceBarryandFriends.com, Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E, and spelled out, JoyceBarryandFriends.com, our homepage. Right on the upper left of the homepage, you will see my picture. Right under that, it says 
follow. And simply by clicking on that, uh, you will be apprised of every show, every guest, every topic. Uh, so you need not miss any of our shows. We have a few people that are regulars, but they're on uh, at different times. No, like, set day of the month, Dr. Bernie Siegel, world-renowned uh doctor who's got about 21 best-selling books, uh, Psychic Peter Marks, world-renowned psychic and medium, Ted C. Uber, author uh, extraordinaire and leader extraordinaire. So you don't want to miss our show. Simply click on follow. And while you're at it, you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter. That's Joyce Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E. All our shows are posted in there as well. So do become a follower of those uh, venues. We love and really appreciate our very loyal followers. Uh, One thing I want to share with you uh, at this time as well, that when I meditated and specifically asked who my angels are, who are my uh, guardian angels, it came up for me names that didn't mean anything to me. It was interesting uh, that they didn't mean anything. And uh, I, I now have the name Michaelin, M-I-K-A-Y-L-E-N. That's what came through in meditation, and Evelyn. So let me just share with you, I looked up Michaelin. This was fascinating. I didn't know where that name came from, never heard of it, never knew anyone. But when I looked up, what does the name Michaelin mean? It says, you have psychic power. You can carry on for others with joy. You have a receptive nature and may bear burdens for others. You are pragmatic, thorough, strong-willed, practical, and stubborn at times. You are hardworking, often martyred to duty. You like the home and security above all else. You are intuitive and might be interested in the arts, drama, or science. You desire to inspire and lead to control others' affairs. You are giving, courageous, and bold, action-oriented, energetic, and strong-willed. You want to make a difference in the world, and this attitude often attracts you to cultural interests, politics, social interests, and the culture of your creative talents. What's interesting about that, I looked up the word Michaela and I said, why is this my guardian angel? Never heard it. And I can tell you folks that that description is applicable to me. It really nails it. I love where it says you can carry on for others with joy, J-O-Y, and even the name Joy and Joyce is in that as well. All those things rang true for me about me, so that told me that your guardian angel is an extension of yourself. What a, what a fascinating, that's beautiful. And I would like to verify, since I know you very well, how true that is for you, how the specific interest, the cultural interest, political interest, the, the desire to lead, the reason that you even have this show to help people is you that is a fascinating thing joy something that uh, i had no idea about your guardian angel and i'm so glad you shared that that's beautiful 
Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I, when I read that, my mind was blown away. I just looked it up because I said it's got to have some spiritual meaning, and there it was, and it was a very apt description about intuition and psychic abilities, which I always knew that I had and tapped into it at will. Okay, back to you and your delightful stories. Okay, uh, just... Um had a comment, uh, another comment, and somehow it left me, so I will continue <laughs> with stories unless the comment comes back to me, but I'm I'm still thinking about how, oh, I know what it was, yeah, it just reminded me about there are four main guardian angels. There's Michael, who is our protector, and there is Gabriel, who gives us courage, and there is Raphael, who is a healing angel, and there is Uriel, who is the intellect, intelligence, the, the mind, the thinking. Um, I was just fascinated because I always knew the names of these four guardian angels, and I did know that Michael was the protector with his sword, but I didn't know the and And also I had read somewhere, I think it was actually a Kabbalah, uh, Raphael was the healing angel, but I didn't realize that it was Gabriel that gave us courage in Uriel that opened our mind to understanding. So those are four of the, I'd say, the major, the main guardian angels, according to, you know, the biblical texts and all the other texts that have to do with angels. I think we should do a whole show on guardian angels. I have done them in the past week. So we can do one as well because that's so interesting. Yes, how how they guard us, right? <laughs> yes, how they do that. Okay, on to another story. A woman is saying when she was little, she lived in a two-story farmhouse with a very steep staircase, and it had a, a landing about halfway up, and then it angled off, and then you went, you know, they went down the rest of the way. She was playing with her toys one afternoon. And became bored and decided to go see what her mother was doing. As she hurried down the stairs, she said, I lost my footing and began to fall. And then I saw someone standing on the landing. He was big and powerful looking, and his frame shimmered. Although I probably would scream now if it happened again, I was not afraid at the time. Watching light dance and swirl about him was comforting. And then I realized that I was seeing an angel. And as I watched him, I suddenly realized that I wasn't falling. I was floating very slowly toward him. It's like I was moving in slow motion. And he said to me, don't be afraid. Everything is going to be fine. So I drifted downward. It's as if I was being carried until my feet came softly to the floor. And when I touched down... I saw that the angel had vanished. I went to tell my mom, and when I said I had fallen down the stairs, she was very worried, and she was very surprised when she looked at me, and she saw that I was fine, that I wasn't hurt. And she said, what happened? My angel helped me. The little girl, she's not a little girl when she tells the story, but at the time she said, I told her the whole story, but I don't think she believed me. <laughs> but I believe her. There was definitely an angel that brought her to safety. 
I certainly believe her as well. And, folks, another thing you can believe is a website to check out, and that would be Beverly Nadler, N-A-D-L-E-R.com. I just want to refer you over to that website uh, because she is, you know, a health guru, an author, a lot to offer there. So that would be Beverly, N-A-D-L-E-R.com. Thank you. Yes, I have uh, books on there. I have my poetry on there. Uh, I have my coaching on there. And I'd like to say as a health guru um, why we do these wonderful, and I call them wonderful spiritual programs, because health is physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. And the more that we can be in touch with our own spirit, and the things that happen in a recognition of the possibilities in the spiritual realm, we actually have a certain joy that runs through us, which is unbelievably healing. Just being happy heals us. Just knowing that we are supported, whether it's by a human angel or it's by a divine angel, helps to heal us. And so your beliefs are so important. And so Joyce and I do these shows on spirit because they are so good for your health. And for your heart and for your soul, absolutely. Very nourishing. Okay, so Beverly, uh, do you want to share any other story? Or let me take a moment perhaps first and share about an angel that I encountered that was in the heaven. I talked about the angel amongst us uh, when I was walking down the street with my little dog, but you referenced one of the things is that you hear a voice. So let me share about that experience I had. Same dog, walking the dog uh, in the morning before I left for work, and we're at a very busy intersection to cross. This is walking, uh, but cars were coming from all directions, and people all around me scattered, you know, looking up, waiting for the light to change. And the light does change. It becomes a green light for us to cross the street. And I'm just ready to put my foot past the curb when a voice says, don't move, look up, look up. I thought of the story when you said you hear the voice. So this is absolutely, it couldn't have been any clearer. I look up and I saw the most beautiful angel imaginable across the heaven. It was quite big. It was really uh, tremendous. Uh, right across the heaven, and it was absolutely gorgeous. I literally kept pinching myself to see if it was a figment of my imagination or it was indeed up in the heaven. And I kept pinching and pinching. People are all around me oblivious, crossing that street. I did not move. I stayed there for a light or two just staring at this gorgeous angel up in the sky. When I got to my home... The first thing I did was document it in a journal. I wanted to know it was real, so I put the date down, the time down, and immediately called everyone to tell everyone. I felt if I didn't write it down and if I didn't tell people, I would think I dreamt it or imagined it. But as sure as I'm telling you folks this story, I did see that angel in the heavens. And as I said, it was beautiful and real, and nobody else saw it. They were just going about their business. So I wanted to share that experience as well. 
Well, I guess you were meant, literally meant, to have angel experiences. And I know, as long as I know you, I know you've always told me you believe in angels and you collect angel things and, and, and books and, and stickers and you actually have a tremendous relationship with angels. And I'm, I think that's so wonderful. I really think that's wonderful. I would like to say that I do too, but um, I don't know that I do. I've had coincidences. I would say that um, I could, if I think about them now, um, possibly have been angels. I sometimes do hear something in my head um, that tells me to do something one way or another. Um, But I always think of it as, you know, just something in my head. But as a result of this show, because of what I've read and because of what you're sharing and the stories, of course, um, I'm going to be watching out for that. I'm going to literally be looking for angel encounters. So thank you for sharing your wonderful stories. I love them. Uh, And I appreciate your validation that, you know, when I read about, when I shared about Michaela and how it fit me to a T, I was stunned when I read that. Absolutely, yeah. It put you to a T. I was stunned as you were reading it, Joyce. <laughs> as you were that telling us what makes it said. Two of us. Yes. Yeah. When you when you started to tell the story, you were crossing the street. I thought you were going to say an angel pulled you back from an intersection, from um, you know something happening to you, but it wasn't that. Um, it was totally different, but there is a, an angel that pulls someone back. Oh, I back. would say I've had many of those being pushed back off the curb when a car zoomed by. I think we've all had those, and then a moment later, instead of acknowledging and being grateful, we just take it for granted kind of, you know, as, as just another thing in our day. But I've had many of those. I just didn't give it the recognition that I did with that other because it's so aptly described to a T what an angel represents and how they show up and disappear. You know, when I'm thinking about it right now, I am realizing there have been numerous times when I was stopped short or I didn't do something. And I did always say, thank you, God, always, because I didn't get hurt. But I did not think of it as one of God's messengers that came to assist me. So it's just another way of looking at it. But I realized any time I have had – there's another thing, and it's it's not something extraordinary, but it's very frequent for me is I can't find something, and I feel like I'm, I've got to find this, I've got to find this, and all of a sudden my eyes turn to exactly where it is, or I pick up a paper, and there it is, whatever it is. And some of these things are important, important papers or keepsakes, and um, every time that happens, I acknowledge it by saying, you do help me, but, you know, now I'm going to not only say you do help me, I'm going to choose <laughs> to see it as an angel, a messenger of God that has actually helped me. And I, I'm a, I paint, as you know, and I have decided as a result of this show that I'm planning to make some paintings of angels so that I can have angels around me all the time. Sounds good to me. Uh, let me uh, share I have this um, 
lovely story, and this is where someone is crossing the street and was helped. <laughs> I left for work at the usual time, walked the same route I take every day, was lost in thought as I reached the crosswalk. The car nearest me stopped, hurried on, but as I stepped into the second lane, I felt a pair of strong hands take hold of me and pull me back. I literally full flew backward. And a car came speeding by just a few inches from my body. It didn't even slow down as it blew through the intersection. And if I hadn't been pulled back, I would have been killed. I looked back to see who had saved me, but there was no one there. Wow. Let me take a moment and share some of my favorite quotes. A gathering of angels can enlighten the whole world. An angel appears to be just like everybody else, only more so. An angel is a heavenly host. An angel is someone you feel like you've known forever, even though you've just met. An angel is someone you're always happy to bump into. Angels always lead you down the right path. Angels are bright lights and in the midst of our lives uh, angels are speaking to all of us some of us are just listening better angels are students in heaven and teachers on earth angels are the gatekeepers to the soul angels are very down to earth angels believe in miracles i say angels are miracles Angels have a hidden agenda, love. Angels know how to light the way. Angels like to do what they want just for the heaven of it. Angels often work behind the scenes. Anyone can be an angel. Anyone who helps you grow is an angel. Everyone has their own angel. If we were all like angels, the world would be a heavenly place. Smiles are the next best thing to halos. And while we are sleeping, angels have conversations with our souls. So I just wanted to share those. Oh, I love them. They're absolutely beautiful. You know, at the beginning when you were sharing what this show is about, you mentioned Dr. Frederick Plack, um, who is a psychiatrist, and he believes in angels because of the experiences that his, his own patients have had. And he said is precisely my experience as a man of science, in particular as a psychiatrist, that have brought me to believe in angels. And he relayed some of the stories of some of his patients. But I'd first like to share something from the article I read about him. As a Christian, I was used to seeing images of angels, but real angels here, now, influencing us, inspiring and protecting us. It took a while for me to accept the fact that angels really are here, ready and able to teach us how to live healthier, happier, more fulfilling lives. And this realization came predominantly from an accumulating mass of evidence I finally found impossible to ignore my patients' experiences. And he has some of these experiences, uh, one of which I'll share with you now. It's a, a woman who was going to an, an outlet, uh, like a mall outlet, in a seedy neighborhood. She said, we're elegant 
buildings gave way to shabby warehouses, and as she waited for the elevator to take her to the fifth floor, two young men, unshaven men in woolen caps and bomber jackets that looked a little, a little menacing, stood alongside her. But she said she was nervous, but she was determined to go in the outlet anyway. And when the elevator arrived, the men stepped in first. She was about to follow when suddenly she felt seized by her shoulders as if a strong, invisible pair of hands were pinning her to the spot. She could only watch as the elevator doors shut closed, and as they did, she heard the two men muttering obscenities. My patient is convinced that her guardian angel held her back, that if she had entered the elevator, she could have been attacked. Wow. Now, that's wow, just that's one of the stories. He, sh- he shares many stories, and uh, towards the end of this article, he said, while we can't scientifically prove there, there is no indisputable evidence that angels are at work, but for someone open to the possibility of their existence, the cumulative effect of these stories are hard to deny. And I would like to um, say that the cumulative effect of the stories that Joyce and I have shared with you today are very hard to deny. Together they hint at a world where God's angels are constantly, if invisibly, present. And in various stories that he had told, he said in cases holding people back from danger, coaxing others to share their love, moving on into many different things that they might not have if not for an angel. And um, in, in one of his stories he shares about a former love that um, the woman thought she had lost. And so he said, take these stories seriously because it opens up to the mysteries at work in the universe. Well, I've always taken them seriously. And today's show, we had the intent of you folks taking it seriously, too. And if you do, I promise you, you will experience miracles like never before. Because if you're open to angels, you'll be open to the miracles that prevail around them. And if you think that this show is a valuable asset to have all that happen, when are you going to really focus, meditate on it, reflect on it, so you can see how they are indeed around you. And I ask you, if not now, when? Joyce, Barry, and Friends, the number one worldwide Internet radio show. This poem an original by yours truly, is entitled, If Not Now, When? We are giving you the education. We are giving you the information. We are giving you the motivation. We are giving you the inspiration. What you really need to do is to put this into application. Do you want a transformation? You must use your imagination. It might take some perspiration. It's all in the preparation. You must really be sure there is no procrastination. 
It helps to have a fascination and very strong determination. You want a positive demonstration, achieve success in the administration. It really is the time. Give each show your consideration. What is your aspiration? What do you need for stimulation to get healthy and off that medication? To get wealthy, it's your destination. So make today the day for your participation. If you do, congratulations. If not now, when? Kudos to Ted Siuba, who takes my poems and puts it to that delightful music. So, Beverly, as we start winding down here, is there any other story you want to share that's special before you give us your message? And I'm sure you have a delightful poem as well. Thank you. There's a lovely story here. Uh, A little boy, uh, he's eight years old, is very sick. And um, he complained to his parents, and they put him to bed, and um, thought he was going to be fine. And in the middle of the night, his sister, now he was eight, his sister was three, she came into the room, and she tried to wake him up. And she couldn't wake him up, so she went to her parents, who immediately called 911 uh, emergency and brought him to the hospital. By this time, his lips were blue, he was gasping for air. And uh, when they got him at the hospital, they actually had to perform a trick, trick on oh They had to do something in his throat. I don't know how you pronounce <laughs> this word. I don't know. Uh, so he could breathe. And the doctors told my mother that it was very, very wise that they brought him in because he would not have been alive if they'd waited until the morning, which had been what they actually intended. They put him to sleep and said, you know, in the morning we'll go to the doctor. Um, Then it hit everyone. And they questioned, remember, three-year-old sister, and she said the reason that she went to the brother is because she was awakened by her angel. My angel said, your brother is sick and he needs you. And she went on to describe how the angel was lit with a soft glow and guided her down the dark hallway to the little boy's room. My sister still remembers the angel's face, and the night the two of them together saved my life. Oh, my goodness. That one gave me the chills. Wow. So, Beverly, what message do you want to leave our audience with today? The message that you be open to the mysteries of life, that there is so much more than we see on this third dimension. And when you're open to it, when you meditate, when you pray, ask to be shown some of this. Keep your mind aware and open to what we call synchronicity or coincidences and think in terms of that may be, as you said at the beginning, Joyce, God's way of being anonymous or an angel with me. And as you open your mind to that, it it will literally change your perspective on your life. Very good, Beverly. Very true. I just want to share one more thing uh, before Beverly uh, 
gives us her phenomenal poem, because any poem of Beverly's is phenomenal. Just know that if you're into angels, either as a result of the show or you are, there are many, many songs about angels. Uh, the one I like the best is You Are My Angel, My Guardian Angel. There are many movies about angels. The one I enjoyed was with John Travolta. It was called Michael, referring to Archangel Michael living with some old people. So it was the guardian angel living with the people. And the movie was about proving that he really was an angel to the non-believers. The TV show, my favorite, Touched by an Angel. I can say that that particular show, which to this day I still watch reruns with Roma Downey, uh, made me feel safe about passing on to the next world. They make the transition so beautiful, so peaceful, and so loving. So that's really helped me uh, going, uh, thinking about people who have passed. And when my turn will come, like everybody else, is touched by an angel. And Beverly referenced the book Angels Everywhere. Lord knows there are countless books on angels. So just some references. If you start getting into it, uh, then you want to uh, refer to some of those other things. Okay, Beverly, your poem. It's Angels Among Us. Our world goes way beyond what we touch, hear, and see. It consists of so much more than physicality. People who have near-death experiences tell us heaven is real, and when you hear or read their stories, you surely do feel that there are mysterious and wondrous things in life, things we just don't know. So be open to magic and miracles. It helps your consciousness grow. Do you believe in angels? I know I do, though I've never seen one with wings flying. It's true. But angels, unlike humans, are usually invisible. They often come to you when you are feeling miserable. They pick you up when you are down, and sometimes you'll hear a lovely musical sound that no one else hears because it's meant just for you. And when you feel that soothing vibration, you can no longer be blue. Sometimes an angel seems to be a person who suddenly appears out of nowhere and helps you, and then just as suddenly disappears. Whenever you are touched in a way that can't be described, you can be certain that an angel or maybe several have arrived. And if there are times when you cry out in despair, Know that God sends angels to answer your prayer. Angels are energy beings, beings of glorious light. Without judgment, they watch over us throughout the day and night. Sometimes, when no one is near you and you feel as if you've been gently kissed, it's because there are angels among us, angels in our midst. Bravo. Bravo, bravo. Love it like I love every one of your poems. Anyone out there want to publish Beverly's book of poetry, I'll, I'll order the first ten copies. <laughs> so they are really designed to be shared with the world. They are extraordinary. Folks, I want to share with you um, my closing prayer for all of you. And that is... To may yesterday be the last day 
the very last day of your struggles, your suffering, your ill health, your misfortunes, your problems, your pain, your worries, your troubles, your trials and tribulations. May today be the first day. It is the first day of the rest of your life. May it be the beginning of the very best of your life with extraordinary wishes granted and dreams coming true. Make this the most meaningful year of making more money, good health, good luck, good fortune, attracting special people and opportunities, creating magical memories, and manifesting marvelous miracles. And folks, I really urge you to go out there and make someone happy today. We want to do everything to make you happy each and every day. Uh, That's why we do the show. That's why we want to share it with all of you. Do random acts of kindness. Pay it forward. Pay it backwards. Uh, And smile, smile, smile. It doesn't cost you anything, and it makes people feel uplifted around you. So on that note, do sing along with us, dance along with us, and laugh along with us. And you can start that right here, right now, and follow it up every day to the Joyce Barry Mash. Thank you. God bless you. I was listening to Blog Talk Radio when my ears heard something that I did know. From the speakers of my laptop, I heard a voice. It was the white Oprah, also known as Joyce. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She is a coaching smash. He did the mash. You'll catch on in a flash. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. I felt so inspired by her show and her poetry was just so good you know i want to listen to joyce again and again as joyce would say if not now when he did the mash the joyce barry mash joyce barry mash she is a coaching smash he did the mash you'll catch on in a flash he did the mash the Joyce Barry Mash. Wow. Joyce knows all about having fun. Wow. She's a home business wizard and she's just begun. Wow. She's wow. a coaching sensation for not just me or wow. you or her. It's for everyone. You can mash. Do the Joyce Barry Mash. Joyce Barry Mash. She's a home business smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can mash. Do the Joyce Barry mash! (laughs) Have a fantastic day and listen to Joyce Barry and friends.